Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hello? Are you ready for this? Tres, dos, uno. Here we go. How do you say here we go? Hi, I'm Elmo. Apparently. And you're listening to You're My Best Friend with two of my best friends, Marcia. Fly I have an answer for everything. I should have been a lawyer. You're just a confused person. This is very true. I know. In the jar. In the jar. I, I got it. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. <laughs> my name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And uh, I am, I'm responsible for deleting last week's pod, or this week's podcast, so we have to do it again. I'm going to hold you accountable. You're going to hold me accountable for what? Deleting everything. I did delete everything, except for the interview, which that's actually probably the best part about this, is I didn't delete the interview. Thank the Lord above. Yeah, because then we had to call Lauren and be like, hey, Lauren, listen, I know the power shut out halfway through the podcast, <laughs> and we had to cut you off early, and then I deleted <laughs> the interview, but can we get another hour of your time, please? Yeah, really. Not that we uh, don't respect your time at all. Um, <laughs> well, welcome back to this week's show. We are very excited to talk welcome about- Welcome back to this week's show. Welcome back. Welcome to- I'm welking- Well. Wow. Uh, I'm welking you. Welking. Episode 17 <laughs> of the overall arc of You're My Best Friend has been cursed. <laughs> this is going to be called the, the episode of, of the cursed. The cursed episode. Maybe we shouldn't call it that. We are going to call it that. Episode de 17. 17. You know. 17. I'm going to make an executive decision here. No. This is me. This a, is as, me. As a Mexican. As a Spanish-speaking aficionado. We get it, Ruben. You're Mexican. I am going to ban you from speaking Spanish on the podcast. No. Because you lost... I know how to Spanish. You've lost... I am... You've lost... You you threw away your shot. How do you... Soy gringo? Is that me? Well, you're gringa. Gringa. Because you're... you're, Oh, oh, right. Unless you're telling me something about your pronouns or something. Hey, respect the pronouns. I respect the pronouns. It's... It's... uh, It's... uh, it's a. I'm trying to think of the female. So okay, so so again, from this point on, you know, it's no, like, no Spanish for you. No, no Spanish. Why? Because you've lost, you've lost the the excitement and the luster and the 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 excitement and the luster that came with your Spanish. I gotta I gotta specify my pronouns though. It's it's not she her. It's it's ella gringo. I don't know if I'm gonna leave that one in or not. Maybe. I might have to take that one out. Oh, I'm sorry. That one wasn't that great. Why? That was a bad joke. Why? It was just no bueno. No bueno? By the way, just can we do some, some internal podcasting housekeeping here? Okay. Do you want one of these arm things? <laughs> the stand? Why? Because I feel like I feel very I feel very free with it, and you have to hold your microphone. I'm used to holding a microphone. I'm a singer. Okay, cool, fine. Then no no podcast, no Spanish for you and no podcast microphone stand. No arms. <laughs> We're cutting off all the arms. And your foot. 
Hey, my foot is fine. I can walk now. Speaking of which, we should talk about your foot. Yes, we should. There's some people on the internet who are very excited right now. Um, <laughs> I so, can think of like two in particular. Oh, it's a, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Do I know either of these two? No. Okay, good. Um, no, tell people, because you, you were in the hospital last week. You went in for a very um, life or death surgery. It was. And uh, obviously you lifed. So can you... Can you I just, might need to restrict your English. That's fine. Can you can you tell the people uh, what surgery you went in for and how you survived? Yeah. And um, by the way, thank you to all of my friends and people on Instagram who have been watching my daily friends updates. Friends and people. Um, no, uh, so I went in uh, less than a week ago. Uh, it Actually, a week ago. I went in for a bone spur removal surgery. It was on the joint. You know where your foot bends to go into like a high-heeled shoe? No. Um, it was on the top of my foot, right? Why are you asking me if I know where the, where the foot bends when you go into high heels? Well, okay, or like when you walk, the way your foot bends when it's leaving the ground. Yeah. It was on that joint, so a bone spur is. Let's actually look up the definition of a bone spur because no, no, I'm okay. gonna. It's okay. No, no, we don't. Need the, we don't need the definition of a bone spur. Okay. <laughs> it's not like it's not the type of podcast. Essentially, I injured my foot at some point in my life. They don't know when. The doctor asked me when he felt my foot the first time. He was like, "Did you ever play soccer professionally?" And I was like, "Do I look like I played soccer professionally?" Um, but I injured it at some point. We think it may have been Did like you ever play soccer. No. We think that you need a new doctor. I may have been stomping around too much on stage in my Doc Martens, and I just hurt my foot too many times. And but basically, the joint where my foot bends uh, bends on the top grew extra bone. It's a bony projection, uh, similar to arthritis. Uh, when you lose mobility in your hands because uh, you're getting older, a bone spur is essentially that. Uh, and it was very painful whenever I wore anything that made my foot bend. I remember I was shoe shopping one time and I tried to put on like a four inch heel and I could not get my foot into it without like yelping in pain. And that was the first time I noticed Yelping it. in pain. Yeah. Like a puppy. Yeah. No, I was with, I was out shopping with uh, my ex-boyfriend and I tried to put the shoe on and a I like- A guy you used to date. <clears throat> sorry. I've been, I've been told that I need to start calling it that. And I like, tr- <laughs> <laughs> I tried to put the shoe on. I have to call it that. And he was, he was on the other side of like the store and I like actually kind of screamed and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with my foot. Is that his pronoun? It? I don't, I, <laughs> I don't know. I've had too much caffeine today. I can't think. Anyway, I went in, uh, <laughs> I've been dealing with that for about nine months. Uh, so I went in to get that removed. It was a pretty non-invasive surgery. Um, she gave birth to a spone, spone? A spone burr. Yeah. <laughs> a, bo- a bone spur a baby. A spone burr. Hashtag spone burr. <laughs> a bone spur baby. Um, and it, yeah, and it went really well. I apparently did very well. Um, yeah. So that's my surgery. Cool, and it was really fun going to Target with you the other day. You can check. Oh, well, no, it's be expired by now. But uh, you, uh, you were in those one of those old people carts. Yeah, Ruben, I had been sitting on the couch because I can't barely move, and so Ruben was like, "I'm gonna make you feel like you're human again." So he, I got clothes on and I like real clothes and a bra and stuff like that, and he took me to Target and he got me one of those motorized carts, and I got to 
roam around the stores and terrorize people in it. And most importantly, I stole my dad's handicap sign. Yes, that was awesome. That, I probably shouldn't admit to committing a crime here on the podcast. We didn't podcast. steal any kind of sign at all. My dad gave it to me. Yeah. But also still a crime. Well, I do. Ac- I did actually need it. I'm walking around with a cane right now. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it would have been insane for you, for us to park where there was open parking, and it would. I could I mean, not have done it. I mean, granted, I could have just dropped you off at the, you know, just dropped off the curb. Just a PSA: but. even if someone doesn't look like they need a handicap sign, like I am living the life of a cripple right now, small as it may be, I can barely walk, and I have a whole new appreciation for people who live with. Uh, who live with actual body disorders, who have invisible illnesses. Um, so uh, serious shout out to you guys who deal with these things on a daily basis. I'm only dealing with it for probably the next three weeks. And yeah. you guys... You should be back to normal mobility in the next five days. I'm hoping I can drive next week. It's been... Look at me giving you medical advice. Yeah. All right. Well, so Moxie, I'm happy that you're doing well. I'm happy that your foot's healing up properly as of right now. Yay. And I'm glad that you got rid of the... Uh, the what would I call it? A bone spur? A, a, a spone burr. A, a spone burr? <laughs> uh, yeah. So when we come back, we're going to take a real quick uh, commercial break here. Uh, or not. I don't know. It depends on how badly I want to edit this podcast. <laughs> Uh, this might be a commercial free episode uh vpn.thebestfriendshow.com 73% off a two-year plan do it we haven't plugged it in a long time we're gonna do it now just in case we don't do any commercials help the show out i do want to say this should we talk about what i'm wearing we should should we talk about Ruben, how this who might- are you wearing today i am i am wearing a a shirt designed by a guy named Ruben j wow uh sounds exclusive high high, high quality cotton mm-hmm. i think um, low quality printing. Ah, <laughs> actually, it's, it's not bad. It's not a bad printing job. Um, I like the it's, logo. It's our exclusive "You're My Best Friend" T-shirt. Mm-hmm. We're not sure if we're going to sell these or not. Depends how much you pay us. D- depends how much you pay us. Uh, if you are interested in getting a T-shirt, though, send us a DM because if we get enough people who want to order something, we might do a pre-order. Yes, so, please. Um, if you're interested, hit us up at Best Friend Podcast on Instagram or shoot us an email at officialbestfriendshow at gmail.com. Do it. And let us know if you're interested in a t-shirt. There, You know, the pricing would probably be about $25 a t-shirt. Yeah. So give or take. Um, and that would include a phone call from Moxianne. Yeah. So, totally. Um, yeah, I mean. Am Not I, Ruben? No, they don't, they don't want to talk to me. <laughs> um, but if, yeah, if you're interested in that, hit us up. Uh, slide into our DMs. Let us know what you think. These shirts are um, so comfy. They are very comfy. I slept in it last night and I wore it in today. So. Same. That's a little creepy. You slept in my shirt? No, I slept in my shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Chick-fil-A's new uh, menu item. And feral hogs. And also, Lauren Dare is going to be on the show. We should probably not make that sound so bad. Because it wasn't... I mean, we've already that had... Went enthusiasm went from like 100 to 60 to 20 right there. And it should have been. It should One have been, fell swoop. It should have been the opposite of that. It should have been... All right, let's do it. All right, so uh, when we come back, we're gonna have uh, we're talking about Chick Fil A's new menu item and feral hogs and Lauren Dare's here. Woo! I think that's the one we're gonna use. Cool. <laughs> To You're My Best Friend. My name is Moxie Ann. And I'm Ruben J. And we are here to talk about feral hogs. Oh my God, Moxie. <laughs> so this is something, you may have seen this on the internet, 30 to 50 feral hogs. Uh, this is, I think this is, I think we're losing our audience, Moxie. I, no, I think. This, I feel people 
unsubscribing to us as we're we speak. gaining a completely different dynamic here 30 or 50 feral hogs okay so earlier last week jason that was funny <laughs> jason is <laughs> jason isbel tweeted uh on the assault weapon uh issue he tweeted if you're on here arguing the definition of assault weapon today you are part of the problem you don't know what an assault oh sorry you know what an assault weapon is and you know you don't need one so this guy uh william McNabb, he tweeted back at jason and he said legit question for rural americans how do i kill the 30 to 50 feral hogs that run into my yard within three to five minutes while my small kids play <laughs> now i i came upon this on snapchat actually because cosmo uh put in their the cosmopolitan magazine put this article in their story um people immediately zeroed in on the peculiarities of such a specific time frame and number of hog trespassers and thus a meme was born and there's so many memes you may have seen this on the internet already but it's kind of taken twitter by storm um and so many people somebody tweeted well the hogs keep coming and they don't stop coming in my backyard and my kids are running <laughs> You know, am I the only person in the world who doesn't find this funny? My milkshake brings 30 to 50 feral hogs to the yard. Maybe. Sorry, boss. Can't come in. 30 to 50 feral hogs came running into my yard again. Yeah. About three to five minutes. Where my small children play. Yeah. See you tomorrow. I don't find any of these funny. You're just trying to... Do I not have a soul? Probably. Um, Yeah. Do you do you not like these these memes, Ruben? I, I just first of all, I don't know what a feral hog is. You don't know what a feral Second of hog all, is. I was public schooled, all right. <laughs> we don't learn the difference between hogs. We just know there are hogs. Okay, so this is actually a real thing. Um, feral feral hogs, like there are a lot like, of them. Do they look like Will Ferrell? No, I'm no. Although I did see a meme uh, that somebody took a bunch of feral hogs and put will ferrell's face on them no that's pretty funny <laughs> um but the man from this viral tweet actually did his he did an exclusive interview with a journalist his favorite band is pearl jam um he a, a feral pig basically it's a domestic hog and hogs are big animals they're very large and uh in certain places um in ruler Amer rural america ruler <laughs> stop um there are actually a lot of shockingly destructive and invasive wild hogs and they just like they come and destroy things um they dig out trees they've trampled grass they eat things they pretty like they can take Sounds down like fences me on a taco tuesday <laughs> man no, literally, the uh, in Waco, Texas, Tom Quacka, <laughs> I don't know. He says, I'm tra I've trapped 61 of them in the last month. Like, it's crazy. Why are they so sp specific with numbers? I don't know. Uh, apparently, they, in Texas, some of the, they do some $400 million in damages annually. They tear up recreational areas, terrorize tourists, and squeeze out other wildlife. Wow. Yeah. Wowzas. Wowzas. I know. You're tolerating me at this point, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, no, let's let's move on to the Chick-fil-A stuff because I honestly, I'm going to be in, uh, I, people are going to think I'm a jerk, 
and I am sometimes, mm-hmm. I don't get this whatsoever. I don't get the obsession with this. I don't get the, the I, none of it is funny to me, except just, for the Will Ferrell. I think that it's, I think that it, um, it's a meme that everyone can get behind. People who, because it was tweeted in response to a gun, de- an assault rifle debate. But the thing is, it's just so damn funny that people like from both sides are laughing about this. And I think that in a time of intense polarization and just conflict over this issue, I think that in uh, putting a little bit of humor in there in the middle of it has done the debate some good. I think that right now the country needs to laugh. And well, we're just talking about your dating life. Uh, oh, thanks. Thank God for feral hogs. <laughs> All right, so we are talking um, macaroni and cheese? Yeah, from feral hogs to mac and cheese. This sounds like the American dream. It does. So, uh... You, yeah, I was going to say, you know all about this. (laughs) I know nothing about this. So, in the vein of things that you need to know about this week, feral hogs was one. But Chick-fil-A mac and cheese is the other. Ruben, how do you feel about this? You know, I'm not a big fan of fast food mac and cheese in general. Really? Yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm very specific with the way I like my, my mac and cheese. Okay. Okay. Um, my mom made a very specific type of mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. And um, I li- there's a very sp- specific noodle that I like in my mac and cheese. What noodle is it? The, 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 I don't know what it's called, but it's like an, like an, I guess, elbow? Elbow macaroni. I think so. Yes. I think it's the one, I think that's what it's called. Um, but my mom used to make this really killer mac and cheese and no one could ever live up to it. Aww. Okay. So for me personally, and this is even before my mom died, like I would, you know, my mom would go and she'd get, you know, we'd go to KFC and she'd get the, the, the family pack with yeah. the mac and cheese. I would never eat it because it was, it was gross to me. Yeah. I don't, so, I don't love KFC's mac and cheese. Yeah. And then I'm not a big fan of, of Kraft's mac and cheese either. I, I can, I've never actually, I've had it once, but I've never, never been like, you know what I want? I, you know, I'm craving mac and cheese. You know what I'm going to get? I'm going to get Kraft's macaroni and cheese. No, I, I've never been that person. Um, so for me, I have very low expectations for the mac and cheese anywhere to begin with, specifically uh, considering Chick-fil-A as well. Yeah. Well, and I feel like I, I am a connoisseur of mac and cheese. And by connoisseur, I, so. I mean, I will just eat any mac and cheese that's available because so I love it. So you have no standards. I mean, uh, very low standards, clearly. Um, but I'm... Personally, I'm very excited about Chick-fil-A's mac and cheese because I think that anything Chick-fil-A does tends to be good. No. No? No. What's not good? Their regular chicken sandwich isn't good. Yes, it their is. Their chicken nuggets suck. Their grilled chicken nuggets suck. Grilled. Their salads are pretty good and their spicy chicken sandwich is what, what I go for. Grilled nuggets are basically just like grilled chicken. So you can't judge them on their grilled chicken because then they you They are just, a chicken restaurant. You're judging chickens. That'd be like that'd be like me going to, 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 to a Mexican restaurant and saying their enchiladas suck. Yeah, and then and then you saying, well, you can't judge them on their enchiladas because their quesadillas are pretty good. No, you can't. Ju- enchiladas are putting ingredients together. Grilled chicken nuggets is literally just like cutting chicken into pieces and grilling it, and then you sell it, and you're like, look, I made nuggets. See, and it's but like- there's there's a, a, there's seasoning that you can put on there. There's uh there's there's sauce you can dip in. Their ch- grilled chicken nuggets suck. Their normal chicken nuggets suck. Their regular chicken sandwich sucks. Okay, but I will say the Chick-fil-A sauce makes everything 100 times better. Well, when you're 100 times terrible, 100 times better just means it's- It's not 100 times terrible. Oh, it's just Chick-fil- 100 times mediocre. No, no. Stop Chick-fil-A, hating. Chick-fil-A, and I, I enjoy, I have the Chick-fil-A app. I get the free chicken all the time. Okay. I 
their spicy chicken sandwich is to die for. I love their spicy chicken sandwiches. Okay. All right. I will give them credit where credit is due. Their spicy chicken is what, for me, keeps me going. Their, their, their waffle fries are terrible. No, they are they, not. Yes, they are. Blasphemy. I don't care. Oh, my gosh. Chick-fil-A's fries suck. I will murder. Okay. Wow. We haven't said that in a while. 30 to 50 feral hogs. How? In your yard <laughs> where your small kids play. Okay. Um, so I, I, I have very low, I have very low expectations for this. Okay. Well, I will say the new recipe includes a blend of cheeses. And I think whenever you add multiple cheeses together, they've got cheddar, Parmesan, and Romano. Mm. Yeah. Parmesan kind of killed it for me. Really? Yeah. I love Parmesan. I, I'm not a big fan of the smelly cheese. Are you one of those people who, when they bring you cheese at the restaurant and they're like, say when, and they keep grating it, you either don't take it or... Are, are you one of those people who like, you... That's not Parmesan cheese. Yeah, it is. At Olive Garden? Yeah. Well, it's not. I think it is. I don't think it is. At other restaurants, like when they come and they grate cheese onto your pasta or onto your soup or well, the only place I've ever done, I've ever done that is, uh, is, uh, is Chick-fil-A <laughs> it's Olive Garden. And I've usually, Hey, the service is good at Chick-fil-A, but I don't it's think it's not that, that good. good. No, it's not that good. No, I, the only time I've ever had that, the only time I've ever done that is at Olive Garden and I usually don't tell them to stop. Yeah. That's Parmesan cheese. I don't think it's Parmesan cheese. It's Parmesan. I don't think so. It, I just Googled it. It's Parmesan. Then why doesn't that one smell? Because not all Parmesan cheese is smelly. There's different kinds of cheeses. Okay, anyway, the reason we're telling you about this is the uh, mac and cheese that Chick-fil-A is debuting actually is on sale today. However, we discovered that they're only offering it in a couple of select locations, which is really sad. It is really sad, and not one of those... One of those is None of those locations are Los Angeles. No. So if we have any listeners in Baltimore, Houston, San Antonio, Nashville, Phoenix, and Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, Why are you confused about Greensboro, North Carolina? Well, I, I mean, I know all those cities except for Greensboro. Oh, you're not a wrestling fan. Wrest- North Car- Greensboro, North Carolina is a huge wrestling city. That's what told you I'm not a wrestling fan? Well, I know you're not a wrestling <laughs> fan. But I'm just saying if you were a wrestling fan, you would know what Greensboro was because it's a huge wrestling city. Oh, Okay. So do wrestlers eat a lot of mac and cheese? Probably not. Hmm. Interesting. I do have a friend who lives in Nashville. I wonder if he'd be willing to go to their Chick-fil-A, buy some, freeze it, and send it to us. You know, I have a friend who lives in Nashville. I bet she would do that too. Is she cute? Yeah. You better. do it. She plays the viola. Oh, oh. Yeah, we should probably edit this part out. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, it's okay. (laughs) Um, uh, Cool. So... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but their mac and cheese looks good. It looks like a... Turn the computer on. I want to see this thing. Okay. That was not without (laughs) effort. (laughs) And and it went away. No, it looks like traditional crappy mac and cheese from a fast food restaurant. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. No, it looks like it's from like Boston Market. Okay, how about this? I hate Boston Market's mac and cheese. I hate you. This took a weird turn. (laughs) (laughs) Give me your credit card. No. Give me your credit card. No. Give me your credit card. We've discussed this. One last time. One last time. You got to admit, it's impressive that I get the key. <laughs> I don't know what keys are. Oh. Um, give me your credit card. Just just hand me your credit card. Okay. Um, I'm going to book us two flights, first class to Nashville. Um, and we are going to order this mac and cheese. We're going to film it. 
Uh, and then we're going to buy, we're going to buy everybody in Nashville a mac and cheese from Chick-fil-A. Everyone in Every Nashville? Every single person in Nashville. What? Yeah. No. On your credit card. No. This is a business expense. But, no. Well, let us know what you think about mac and cheese at Chick-fil-A. Yes. Uh, send- <laughs> well, that was great, Moxie. <laughs> Thanks. Um, tweet at YMBF show. Tweet us a picture of your mac and cheese from Chick-fil-A or uh, a review of your mac and cheese or comment on an Instagram photo or post on our Facebook page, which is You're My Best Friend. Or you could leave us a five-star review on our Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Actually reviewing Chick-fil-A's mac and cheese. Yeah, do it. That that actually, if you do that, I will personally give you a high five. Because high fives are awesome. And they're free. Sometimes. Sometimes? And you know what? Hey, uh, since, Wait. We're, since we're plugging our social media. What? Since we're plugging our social media. No, no, no. Go back to the high fives thing. No, no, it's fine. Uh, I have questions. <laughs> it's cool. We're running out of time, Moxie. Ah! We only have 30 minutes left in the show, and we have a 30-minute interview with Lauren Dare. Are you running out of time? Dollar in the jar! <sighs> Since we're plugging our social media, do me a personal favor, please. Head over to youtube.com forward slash multimedia mouth and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We got some great content coming up over the next couple of weeks. We are relaunching at the end of August. So just please do it. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just do it. Lauren Dare would subscribe to my YouTube channel. She would. And we're going to talk to her right after this short commercial break. Or and no commercial break. Depending on if Ruben wants to edit this. Yeah. VPN.thebestfriendshow.com. Do it. 73% off year subscription i think that's still the plan specifically 73 percent. can i just say being in a country where you're not supposed to be on social media and the only way you can do it is by having a vpn uh vpns are like the best thing ever and uh thank you for that did you subscribe to our vpn i did uh yes 73 percent off a one-year plan wow so two dollars 95 cents a month you can help the show out we'll be back with lauren dare It's that time of the show where we welcome a guest. A guest. A guest. Cool. Are you? Do you want to introduce this person? Sure. Or should I? Uh, you want to try it? It's up to you. Let's let's do it together. That's gonna be interesting. No, you introduce her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a close friend of mine who I had the pleasure of meeting years and years ago. Um, she has done some amazing musical things. And I can't wait to hear her talk about what she's done and what she's going to do. And uh, give it up for Lauren Dare. Lauren, welcome hey to the podcast. Welcome to You're My Best Friend. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited. Absolutely. To you guys. Well, I want to start things off because I, I have to. Mainly because mm-hmm. Moxie brought this up earlier. We, we, were, at, we were at lunch and apparently mm-hmm. I did some sort of gesture that reminded her of uh, of a character that, of, a, of a TV show that you were on. Oh yeah! Um, and so she looked at me and said, "That's such a Schmidt thing you just did." Um, oh my god! And so obviously, I have to go ahead and, and just first of all ask you quickly about your your experience on that show. You, I played Young Jess. I yeah, did all Young Jess. Yeah, for, for uh, Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and so tell me about that. Tell me about how you, you landed that gig and 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 how you like playing uh, a Young Jess. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, big thing for me is I, um, music's always been a thing for me, but I actually moved out to LA for acting. Um, so I moved out to LA when I was about 10. 
Um, you know, auditioned a bunch, never really stuck anything, did a few small things here and there. And then I was, I think I was 12 and I got this, um, audition for this, un- it was called the Untitled Zoe Deschanel Product Project. And we're oh. like, okay, cool. I don't know what that is, but it sounds great. Um, and I went in and the audition story is so funny because I thought it was the worst audition of my life. Like I thought it was awful. Um, and I showed up. They didn't have any lines prior to. They just said, bring a guitar. Hmm. And I said, okay. And so I brought a, brought a guitar. And I was really upset because I had just bought this brand new guitar. Um, I got like a baby Taylor. And I brought it home from Guitar Center. I opened the box. And it was like a Taylor Swift branded guitar. Oh, so it like had Taylor Swift all over it and a picture of her and uh flowers and you know no hate on T-Swizzle but um yeah not not my what I was planning on uh playing so um I was already upset because of that and so go to the audition I had to play um if God was one of us and I did not know the words. I had never heard the song before. They didn't give chord charts or anything. So I basically walked in there and made the song up. Like, I was oh like, my okay, gosh. here we go. Uh, let's hope this does something. <laughs> and um, I was just so over it. Like, I knew, oh, this is going to be awful. This is, I can't even believe it. So I walked out and I heard the casting person, like, tell his assistant. That was the most unusual audition I was, I've ever been in my entire life. And I was like, sick great oh my gosh <laughs> Love it. we're done it's over um and so then uh, two or three weeks goes by i get a call from my agent he's like hey yeah so lauren booked um this show called chicks and dicks what and yeah that i don't know if i'm allowed to say that on here you can oh, yeah, it's, not, no, it's, um, it's fine <laughs> but um but yeah, that was the initial name of the show. And my oh. mom was like, what, what, what is this? And like, oh, it's like the untitled Zoe Deschanel show. Interesting. And we said, okay, great. Sounds, sounds awesome. Sounds like quality programming. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, filmed the pilot, ended up getting picked up. They changed the name to New Girl. Uh, Probably a good decision. <laughs> yeah. I think it appeals to a, to a wider audience. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then did that for three years, and it was amazing, and the cast is great, and it's such a well-written show, and, uh, you know, such a pleasure um, to be a part of it. So how did you feel when you found out that they, they were going to end the, end the show a couple of years later? I think they did six seasons or seven seasons? Yeah, they made it seven seasons. Um, you know, it's one of those things where, like, I started watching the show, um, you know, even after I was off of it, um, and it was just such a, you know, it was so well-written. The cast is incredibly talented. I think, you know, they did it on their own terms, which is always great, you mm-hmm. know, when they say, okay, we're going to end the show the way we want to end the show, um, rather than, you know, getting canceled or, you know, not being able to finish a story. So I think that is really important, and I think they wrapped it up really nicely. I think yeah. they did a really great job with it. I, I didn't like the finale, but... You know, to, really? to each their own. Yeah, I was okay with it. I, I, I liked it. I didn't. Ha- I mean, I didn't hate it completely. I just thought it was like mm-hmm. a waste of a waste of the seven episodes or six episode, you know, final season that they had. And I just right. They had. It was a shorter season. They had a lot. They had to accomplish in a short amount of time. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm not going to hate on the show because you know the the previous six seasons were all solid. 
Uh, and, right. it, and it wasn't like How I Met Your Mother, where How I Met Your Mother, I felt like seasons like five through you know eight or whatever were kind of like throwaway mm-hmm. seasons, you know. Right. Yeah. So with with how I, with uh, with New Girl, I felt like they used their TV time pretty well, uh, except mm-hmm. for that, except for that last season. That last season, I just I kind of felt like they could have done without, and I would have been okay. Like the way yeah. they ended season six could have been a great you know show finale. Either mm-hmm. way, I mean, it just ended pretty well. So, but uh, but that must have been fun. How was it working with with Zoe? Did you get a lot of hands on, you know, hands on time with her, or was it, you know, pretty isolated? It, it, it kind of depends. You know, <laughs> we didn't film anything together because all of our scenes are separate. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was, you know, we would meet occasionally, kind of depending on the episode, because like I think it was episode two, she has like this very weird, distinct laugh that she does. Um, so we spent like a good thirty minutes together, just like laughing with each other, like working on like <laughs> mimicking this laugh um, in between scenes, which was fun. Um, you know, saw her a lot. You know, outside in between takes, things like that. Um, and but yeah, unfortunately, like I don't get to film with any of them. It's like I see mm-hmm. them in passing, and I was always like the first scene they shot at like, like six o'clock in the morning. Of course, so they were all rolling in as I was leaving. Yeah, oh, that's, that's yeah, but bad. you know, really great guys. Yeah, and you know, cast parties, uh, Teen Choice Awards, I would always kind of see them around, and so they're all amazing. Awesome. Well, now uh, we'll talk more about your music career here in a second. But Moxie, yeah. let's let's jump into signature question number one. All right. Signature question number one. This is an easy one. They get okay. progressively harder. Uh, <laughs> so there, I'm there, excited. I'm there, great. And there is a quiz at the end of it all. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I'm so, prepared. <laughs> signature question number one is, what is your favorite taco? Oh. What is my favorite? Oh, okay. I, this is easy. This is easy. Um, there <laughs> is this, I had to think about it for a second. There is this really great taco place. <laughs> Um, in downtown LA, like kind of like Silver Lake area, um, this place is called Diablo's Tacos. Okay. Oh. And they, it's so good. I highly recommend it. Um, I just had a show like two nights ago down Silver Lake a block away and I was so sad I couldn't walk over there and get tacos. Aww. Um, but they have, it's like, um, they have a couple of really great ones, but they have like a, it's almost like a, a fried chicken taco. Like, I know that sounds weird, but it's, like, fried chicken, and then there's, like, a a glaze, a a something on it. I don't know, but it's so good, and I highly recommend it. Nice. And if you're vegetarian, they have vegetarian tacos, too. But, like, Diablo's Tacos in L.A. is the best. We got to go there. Yeah, yeah, we, it's, we it's mandatory, and you can. Uh, I will join you. I will come with you. We'll, we'll let <laughs> you any, any day, anytime. <laughs> we'll, we'll let you know. We'll, we'll text you and be like, "Hey, we're going to Diablo's right now." <laughs> yeah, we're we're already there. What do you want? And we'll order for you. <laughs> oh, beautiful, love it. Yeah, no, if, if you haven't been there, I hi- and it's like a it's a bucket list check off for sure. And their yes. street corn's great. Nice. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, so let's talk yeah. about your music career because uh, we actually met. Because of your music career, we met mm-hmm. uh, at the Vault uh, a couple of years That's back. Right. And actually, I think you and Moxie played the same show, I think. Did we? Yeah. Well, it's so funny because, like, after living in L.A. for so long and, like, meeting everyone, because, like, I've no- I-, I can't even tell you how many years I've known you guys. Yeah. It's just, like, a- we met at some point yeah. at something, and yeah. we've just known each other for a long time. Uh, yeah. But that, yeah, I think we both played that show. I think that might have been the first time we actually, like, got introduced to each other, met each other. But, Yeah wild so tell me a little about how you got into the music scene because that's always for me that's one of the, the more fun things to talk about is is how like one day people wake up and like yeah i'm gonna do this music thing you know because <laughs> i tried it and i failed miserably but um <laughs> <laughs> well you did win that season of the voice yeah yeah the very first season of the voice was untelevised <laughs> that was you oh my god yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Wild. Yeah, this is the one that was untelevised and there was no judges, oh. so that's how I won. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That, nope. I, I must have missed it. It's, it's, um, the, it's the pilot season. Pilot. Got it. The pilot of the pilot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Got it. Like the test um, run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Music was just always something that I loved, like, as a kid. I um, was always singing. My dad was really into classic rock, and I grew up singing his his stuff so i grew up on the stones and led zeppelin and um you know queen that was my whole background and the first song i ever learned to sing was you can't always get what you want by the rolling stones (laughs) um it was partly because i just really liked the choir in the beginning and then i fell in love with it for other reasons oh my gosh um yeah so like always love music i started taking piano lessons when i was like five singing lessons when i was eight i was awful um couldn't sing to save my life, but just really liked it. Um, you know, had no rhythm. Um, I feel that. <laughs> it was a big problem. We spent a lot of singing classes just clapping the songs. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, moved out to LA for acting and still, you know, was I was writing songs. They were awful. Um, just really always loved music. And I got into this program and called Join the Band. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, you know, they put a band together for you with other kids around your same skill level. And you work together for eight weeks and you learn, you know, three or four songs depending. And then at the end of the eight weeks, you go and you do a show at a venue. And that kind of was the bug for me. Like that was when I was like, oh, like I really love performing and Mm. I really love like being in a band and I really love working with other people. And like, I really want to write my own songs. Like, how do I do that? And it kind of elevated it. Um to another level yeah so you know played a bunch of different venues with them you know played the whiskey and played um the federal bar and played the mint and yeah like actual la venues you know at the time of like being 10 11 12 years old (laughs) and it was wild it was crazy and did that and after a while i was like you know what i can do this on my own i can start my own band hmm. and that's kind of what i did i took my join the band band that i that i came up with and we were like let's start doing rehearsals on our own and we can start picking our own songs and after that kind of like it, it snowballed a little bit you know we just kept doing rehearsals and then eventually writing songs got easier and better and um it all kind of took off from there and now we are here uh how uh, nine years later i guess yeah <laughs> so let's talk about your uh songwriting career a little bit yeah um you've released a couple of singles recently right yeah yeah so my last one um was in october and then really kind of taken the last couple of months to write a bunch of stuff i have something that's in the works that i do not have a set release date for but you know before the end of the year will be out and available for everybody to listen to so how do you how, as a songwriter, I'm always interested in hearing mm-hmm. from other songwriters. How do you go about your writing process? How do you start a song? Right. It, it really depends. Every song's different. I think I always joke because for me, a majority of I spend a majority of my time in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, I commute a lot and I write a lot of songs in the car, which I think huh. is weird because I have no music or anything. But I, I always say that like lyric melody top line stuff has always been like my focus that's what I'm good at that's yeah. that's what I know um I can write music but I always like I look to other people to kind of help bring it um to be more so a lot of times for me it'll start out with just an idea or um a lyric or a melody line or something 
And so if I start it in the car, you know, I might come up with a chorus or I might come up with a verse idea. And then once I get back home and I have like a piano or a guitar in front of me, then I can kind of start messing with it, you know, seeing how, yeah. you know, tweaking it, seeing it, how it works. Um, and then kind of make the music fit around the lyric and around the vocal melody. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and it, it depends. Sometimes I I'm a, I love writing poetry. So sometimes I'll write a poem and be like, ah, that could be a song. Um, sometimes it'll just be like someone will say something. It'll catch my ear and I'll write it down in my notes. And then, you know, months later, come back and look at it. So it really mm-hmm. just depends on, you know, the song in the moment and how inspired I am and how tired I am. Yeah. <laughs> all of the above. Um, tell me about... And that's so funny because I think probably the majority of my song ideas, I'm walking Mm -hmm. down the sidewalk to a class. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) It hits at the most inappropriate times. It's awful. And my phone memos are like my voice memos are just so there's I think I'm on like number 382 now or something. Mm -hmm. And those are just the not named ones. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, it's hard because it's, I mean, like I have, you know, writer's block as well as anybody. And I feel like sometimes when I sit down at the piano and I'm like, okay, I have to come up with something in this set period of time. It's putting so much more pressure on yourself Yeah, that you, you, we want to have like creative freedom with it, which is like the car is great for me because I spend so much time in the car and my mind can sometimes wander and I can like kind of have the freedom to work on something, but not feel like, oh, I have a deadline or Mm -hmm. I have to finish this in this sitting, you know? Yeah. Um, and then you can come back and work on it. So yeah. it's, it, it hits the most inappropriate times for sure. I agree with that. Do you do you enjoy working with other people or do you like working by yourself more? It's interesting. I love working with other people. It's funny because I feel like all the songs that I end up recording or becoming singles um, are things that I wrote by myself, um, which is weird because I do a fair amount of co-writes and I um, – go to Nashville a couple times a year and work with writers there and always come up with really great stuff. But I think sometimes it almost translates better for another artist. Mm -hmm. Like it just doesn't necessarily feel like something for me, you know, I'm like, Oh, it's great. And I could hear so-and-so singing it, but it's not, it's not something for me. And I kind of like the separation a little bit because it it makes it, you know, I can step out of my box. I can try new things. I can um, experiment in different genres. You know, like if I write a country song, I know it's not going to me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Right. So, so it it gives you room to play, but then I think I'm just so in tune with like what I want to say and what I want to do as an artist that I really spend a lot of time crafting these songs and they reflect a message that I want to, that I want to give off. Um, but the next single that I'm releasing is actually the first song I've ever co-written, um, that's getting released. So it's kind of an interesting flip flop for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, you did a co-write with some, uh, and you probably figured out that we would bring this up. Go ahead. I'm going to stop, I'm gonna <laughs> Go stop ahead. you here because I, I was I was anticipating this, and I want to I want to jump into this. So, Lauren, let's let's talk about something that I find very interesting, and I think mm-hmm. I, I think all of us were really happy for you when this happened. Uh, and then uh, there's some stuff that happened in between you getting this opportunity and, and the opportunity finally happening that we want to talk right. about as well too. But you mm-hmm. you won a contest to get an opportunity to write and record a song with the guys of Lincoln Park. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so like, first of all, that's awesome. And congratulations. Even though that was like a, over Thank a year you. ago, but congratulations on that. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit more about deciding to sign up for that contest and the day you found out that you won. Yeah, for sure. So it's so funny how the whole thing happened. 
um, because I found something. It was like a ad on Facebook, and it was like, you know, enter into this contest. And I was like, okay, sure. And so I, I went on. And <laughs> the, the contest was put on by um, a company called Open Labs, and they have a music production software called Stage Light. And they were doing a monthly contest. So they had 12 winners. They would have one winner for each month. And there was, like, different categories. So one month was um, metal, one month was hip-hop, one month was electronic. Um, and so you could, like, submit your music for whatever month your music fit. So I just so happened to see this contest. And they were taking submissions for month 12. So, like, the very last month. Hmm. and it was wild card so it was like submit anything and everything whatever music you want I was like okay cool and so I submitted uh, one of my songs monster and uh, I forgot about it like I didn't even remember they put on the page like oh share with your friends and family and have them vote for you and I was like (laughs) yeah you know I do a lot of these like (laughs) contest things like I gotta save my my likes and votes for when I really think I might have a shot at it yeah I completely Um, understand (laughs) Right, the, the independent yeah. musician thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, this is not a thing. I'll just submit it. Cool. Whatever. Forgot about it. Didn't think about it ever again. Uh, maybe about like a month, month and a half later, I got an email that's like, congratulations, you made it into the top three for month 12. Um, we'll let you know in a couple hours, you know, which, which place that you got. And like, in my head, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And I'm looking at like first, second, and third prize. And like, Third place is like you get some Lincoln Park merch, and I was like, ah, I'm gonna get third place. Yeah, <laughs> like first place was like, yeah, you get like a brand new blue microphone, you get a brand new set of blue headphones, and a bunch of recording gear. And then third place was Lincoln Park merch, and so I was like, yep, that's me. I'm gonna get yeah. some merch. Um, they emailed me back a couple hours later, like, congratulations, you're first place. And I was like, oh, okay, wild. That's okay, weird. Um. They flew out to L.A. We filmed a video, um, you know, kind of just talking about winning month 12 and a little bit about the background and really got to know the guys from Stage Light. And then that was in April of 2017. And then they said, oh, yep. Yeah. So now we're going to make decisions on who wins the grand prize, the overall everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, great. Sounds good. I went on vacation. I came back. Never heard anything. Um it was uh, mid July. I get a text. Um, and they said, Hey, we have a couple questions for you. Can you hop on Skype? And I said, okay, yeah, sure. Um, I can do that. So I hop on Skype and I know the guys over at open labs really well, Travis and Brooke were online with me and they, they started asking like really weird questions. They were like, so yeah, you know, like we, we love that you were part of this contest, but like, if you were to enter next year and do better, what would you do? Um, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I was like, oh, this is them very nicely telling me I didn't, I didn't Aww. win. And I was like, oh yeah, like I don't know. I said, like, well, what is your, you know, what's your plan now? Like, what do you, what do you plan on doing now? I'm like, well, you know, I just kind of quit my job and I'm pursuing music full time and Aww. just trying to make it happen. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, um, congratulations, you you won the grand prize. And then, you know, the whole staff came out bursting through the door. Oh, my gosh. It's a great video. You can find it online. It's me crying. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Over a Skype interview. Um, (laughs) It's beautiful. It's great. Um, So, yeah. And then they announced that. And 
And, you know, Lincoln Park posted it on their social media websites. And it was the, you know, it was on their Twitter, on their Facebook. I think at this point it has like 2 million views or something wild like that. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of the whole story of how it got to how it got to be there. So, so the grand prize was you getting this writing session with with the guys at Lincoln Park. Uh, right. And then unfortunately, between the time you won and the time you actually hit the studio, uh, Chester Bennington passed away. Um, right. And yeah, I remember, I remember you posting something, you know, that just got me thinking like, damn, this girl got hit hard by this news. Um, <laughs> do, do you feel comfortable talking about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, it, it's been um, a really wild journey with that. Um, you know, I never met Chester beforehand. Um, at all. I hadn't met any of the guys prior to, but it was this really weird connection because I think, you know, I I talked about it a lot with people. I said, you know, I feel like I was hit so strongly by it for a number of reasons, obviously, but like for me, like Lincoln Park was such a huge part of my childhood. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, it was a band that I listened to. Um, and I tried to compare it. I was like, you know, I, I felt really sad when like Prince died, but it was different for me because I didn't grow up with Prince, you know, that wasn't, it's a you know an icon and a legend and such a huge name in the music industry but for me personally i didn't i wasn't as impacted because that wasn't you know a, a part of my dna that wasn't something i grew up with um where i think Linkin park's legacy and just them being so on top of the game even when he passed uh was such a huge hit but um yeah i i won the contest they announced it on wednesday morning at uh, 9 a.m. And unfortunately, he passed Thursday at 9 a.m. So it was 24 hours, almost exactly, um, afterwards. And I... It was it was it was just a very surreal experience. I was at work and I had just spent twenty four hours of people sending like congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. Um, And then I get this tweet that said, you know, rip Chester. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. Um, And then they kind of kept coming and there was a bunch of them. And I was like, I'm I'm so confused. Like, I don't understand. And then, you know, like the TMZ report came out and I called um, one of the guys I was doing that, you know, I had been in contact with over the contest. I'm like, is this what what's going on? Like, I'm so confused. He's like, we're trying to figure it out. Um, and then, you know, kind of the news started coming out at that point. So, yeah, it was a, it was a very weird, wild time full of different emotions and <laughs> um, yeah. trying to process everything because it's going from this like biggest high of my career possibly, you know, to date um, to the lowest low and trying to process that in a span of 24 hours, oh. you know. So, um yeah, and I, I, you know, I, I had never been in a situation like that before. I had people messaging me asking details about it. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. people who are trying to make jokes out of it. I'm like, this isn't funny. Like, this oh. isn't, you know, it, it's such a, it's such a weird water to tread in. Yeah. Um. So I made a statement. Um. You know, just kind of saying, you know, this isn't about me. Like, I appreciate everyone checking in on me, but I, I'm the least part of this. You know, it's, it's about a guy. Um 
who now has six children without a dad. You know, it's about a band that, you know, has to figure out their future. It's about a bunch of fans that lost, you know, an idol. It's it's more than just me. It's about, you know, something much bigger than that and kind of went silent for a couple of weeks. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pe- people don't realize that, you know, like, it's crazy to think that, I mean, and then six months later, you know, Chris Cornell, you know, killed himself as well. It's just like, you know, people don't realize how many lives get affected both emotionally, just from the fact of like, that's mm-hmm. my dad, my brother, my friend, my business partner, my, right. you know, whatever people that I, someone that I admire, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, but also, you know, the band members too. And now have, to, like you said, have to think about like, what's next for us not 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 selfishly per se but like right you know your whole life changed if you put you know 20 years into a band that is your livelihood and then it's just gone in a second you know not to think of it as a money thing but just like just like a career wise a a life path wise like who am i what's my identity yeah so i mean it's it's a huge you know huge shift i mean because again like like you said you know it's like not only is it like this person who everyone cares about is gone but also like that's a, a that's he's a key part of of the machine that is Lincoln Park, you know, and not mm-hmm. to mention, you know, other side projects that he had as well. So it's a, it's a, right. it's, a it's a crazy thing to think about. And and for anyone out there, just FYI, I, you know, I feel obligated to throw this out there. If anyone, you know, is dealing with depression or suicidal thoughts, um, you know, we'll have resources in the description of this podcast mm-hmm. uh, for you to, to call somebody and be able to to get help because you're not alone. Uh, and don't think you're alone just because you, that's the way you feel. It's not true. There are people here to help. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I think that's been you know that's been a big thing for me as well. Like it, it's it's so prevalent. I I've had personally you know several family members um, who've committed suicide, and mm-hmm. you know just I think just bringing awareness to it. And Chester's wife actually has a beautiful charity um, mm-hmm. that's worth looking into called Three Twenty Change Direction, mm-hmm. and the work they're doing is amazing. And just you know kind of bringing awareness you know to it. I think. I, I don't want to say the positive aspect of it, but the one thing that I've really um, admired um, through this whole process is that people are willing to talk about it. Yeah. You know, um, people are very open about talking about it. And I feel like in previous cases, it's always been kind of hidden by something. You know, it was like, oh, they were an alcoholic or they mm. were this or they were that. You know, it's kind of, it's trying to hide it rather than facing it head on. So I think they've been very, um, straightforward with talking about you know no like he was unhappy and you know that is okay and you know just know your resources know who you have and just you know letting people know there are options out there yeah it's a hard it's a hard thing to talk about but the thing is if we can't talk about it if we can't sit in that place with people then Mm -hmm. there's no way that they can get help right absolutely if it's something that always is just swept under the rug then Mm -hmm. you know yeah it's just yeah, and so it, I think it's helped a lot in that respect. We have a long way to go, you know, and we're, we're just in the beginning yeah. of it. But hopefully, it gets to that point where people are okay talking about it and okay, you know, opening up about some of those things. Yeah, well, let's transition into. We're gonna try transition because it's always a difficult thing to transition from <laughs> like super serious right. things back into the fun stuff. Uh, but Moxie, let's Love let's, it. let's jump into to signature question number two. All right, signature question Ready. number two, and actually, it may tie in a little bit. Um, signature mm-hmm. question number two is if you had a life quote, what would it be? Oh, I know. It's a okay. tough one. It's, a, it's not, I don't know if it's necessarily a quote or more of a mantra that I've picked up over the years. Um, and it was the name of one of my EPs, um, is perfectly flawed. Mm. 
Yeah. So I think that perfectly flawed kind of sums everything up. Um, you know, it's more of a mantra than a than a than a quote per se. But I think that like I, I have really leaned into that, and it's made you know been such a big part of my musical identity, my identity as a person. Um, so yes, that is my answer. <laughs> awesome. So uh, Moxie, we are we're super short on time. And uh, Lauren, we, we want to invite you back on. So we're going to jump into signature question number three, which we don't normally do it this way, but because uh, Moxie, yeah, go for it. Moxie has a date with tacos. Uh, we can't. Uh, we, we we have to run through here. <laughs> more like so. a date. How with, dare you? It's more like a date with the '80s, but <laughs> <laughs> love that. Um, okay, so signature question number three. This is the reason the podcast was started. It is yep. the reason it's continuing, and it's mm-hmm. probably the reason it'll end one day. <laughs> Um, signature question number three is can you have more than one best friend outside of significant others and family absolutely oh my god (laughs) I think sorry I think you can have more than one best friend because I think you have friends for different reasons Um, I have friends who I love and adore who I would include in my best friend circle that I wouldn't necessarily go to for advice but I love hanging out with them and I love them unconditionally. And then I have people who I literally text 24-7 and ask advice for on everything. I think you have friends for different things. Absolutely. Thank you, Sorry. Lauren. I'm right there with it, you. Oh, is this is this a topic of uh, argument? A little <laughs> bit. <clears throat> Tiny uh, bit. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be the end of our friendship. Um <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I you know, I want to I want to invite you back on the show again uh, in the next couple of weeks because there's so much more stuff that I want to yeah. talk to you about yeah. that we just we just don't have time. Um, I actually went back and sure, I, I I re-listened to uh, my appearance on your old radio show, uh, the Music Project, and oh I was just yeah, like, you were on that show too. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that it was great. I don't know why they brought me on, but I was there. <laughs> you know, but it ha- it happened. It happened. You uh, know? We had we we had to talk to other people who knew who knew the struggle of being radio. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I went in there. and I'm like, you know, what? you guys are doing it all wrong. You should start all over oh again. My let's, gosh. Uh, <laughs> Got a lot of pointers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's wrap up with this. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you yeah. on social media and let us know uh, where they can find your music as well, so that way they can support the uh, the struggling artist uh, <laughs> fund. So I can afford some tacos. There um, you go. Yeah, you can find me pretty much anywhere. Lauren Dare, D-A-I-R, Dare is dairy. Um, <laughs> yeah. At Lauren Dare on Instagram, at Lauren Dare on Facebook, at Lauren Dare Owens on Twitter because somebody has my handle and will not give it to me. Sorry. Um, we're, chill. We're, chill. We're, we're chill. We're friends. We're cool. Um, you can find music on every place, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to music, Lauren Dare. Um some new stuff coming out um, in the next couple of months, which I'm excited about. But you can uh, binge some of the old stuff for the time being. There you go. Lauren Dare, everybody. Thank you so much for, for joining us. This has been probably the weirdest interview we've ever did, just done just because of all the outside stuff that's <laughs> yeah. happening. And my computer turning off halfway through. It's going to be it's gonna be fun to explain to people what happened on this podcast. Uh, well, you know what? The show must go on. The sh- exactly, as uh, Freddie Mercury likes to say. <laughs> yep. We're, mm-hmm. we're definitely going to have you back on, Lauren, because there's so much okay, more that we want to yeah. talk to you about. Love to. Anytime. All right, cool. I'm going to hang up on you again now. Oh, <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs>
All right, Moxie, that was our interview with Lauren Dare. Yes, it was. And uh, incredible interview. What was your favorite part? I, you know, I just loved talking to her about why are you laughing? I don't know. Why are you laughing? I don't know. Stop laughing okay. at me. <laughs> I really, <laughs> you know, it's so funny to me. And I, I love having friends who have done amazing things in their lives. Um, not, why are you doing random sound effects? That's the one I meant to do. Thank you. It's the yellow button. Yellow it's, button. It's the yellow one. Um, it, my, I started watching New Girl last year. My best friend Carly showed me the show. And we were watching it for Roomy Christmas. And we watched this episode where... For Roomy Christmas? Roomy Christmas. Yes. I'll explain on another episode. We don't have any time left. But we were watching it, and one of the flashback scenes popped up, and it was the child actress, and I, I looked at her, and I was like, I know that girl. And both of my roommates were like, ha, yeah, right, sure, you live in L.A., and you know famous people. And I was like, no, actually, like, I've played shows with her. So it, for me personally, it is so cool having friends who have had those amazing experiences and who like actually get to say like oh yeah just casually I was on I was on New Girl from high school age and I've hung out with all of the cast and well I mean she kind of clearly said she didn't hang out with the cast but well, that's cool yeah but I mean, like she didn't listen to the podcast again she hung out with Zoe Deschanel really. yeah she did she got to work uh, with her whatever that's so cool. Uh, that's I, I, special thanks to Lauren for for doing the show. Yes, and we appreciate your time, girl. We're gonna have you back because yeah, because that that was kind of a cluster. Yeah, and uh, kind we of we apologize. Uh, it was a all bit Moxie's more than fault. kind of. Hey, it was all Moxie's fault. I'm blaming her for everything. Um, Moxie, where should people find our podcast? People should find our podcast. That's pod- a stupid question. That was a dumb, like to listen to it or yeah. to follow us both. Okay, so if you're listening, if you want to listen to our podcast, you're going to want to go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or uh, other places, um, Spreaker, and also our website. So if you want to... <laughs> Thanks. Um, wow. Um, how long have you been working here? I have had... Two caffeinated beverages in a row. And they sh- that should help you. I No, I'm shaking. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> That's okay. Um, thebestfriendshow.com is your place to find all things You're My Best Friend. Remember, we do have a t-shirt possibly for sale. Yes. Uh, if you're interested, hit us up on Instagram. Slide into our DMs. Let us know what you think. Uh, the price point would probably be about $25 shipped. Uh, maybe maybe, yeah. maybe a couple bucks shipping handle. We don't know. We're still figuring out the logistics, but we wanted to hear your feedback. Uh, Mox, maybe you should post a selfie of yourself wearing the shirt later. Of course. Yeah, and then like tell we people. We already posted one of you. Yeah, and that was not fun. <laughs> um, that was not fun for people's eyes. And again, uh, youtube.com forward slash multimedia mouth. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. We have some great things coming at the end of the month. And if you follow us on any of our social media, occasionally we ask questions that we want to hear the answers to. Moxie, what did we ask him this week? This week, we were talking about the streaming platform issue. The streaming wars. The as, streaming wars. You know what's funny is uh, I was watching a video about this, and uh, CNBC called it the streaming wars. Really? And I'm like, that's such a great... Why didn't I think of that? That's actually awesome. Um, so, in case you're wondering what the streaming war is, uh, Netflix is like uh, the king and queen of the streaming platform 
platforms. I don't know. I would say Netflix is king and probably Hulu is queen at this point. Maybe. I mean, maybe that would be accurate. Maybe. Uh, I would just go by like who's producing the most original content. Netflix has so many of their own shows and Hulu is kind of starting to catch up with shows like uh, The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Um, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, it's crazy. So Amazon Prime's not far behind. However, HBO Max fired the first shot. That is true. They took friends from us. That, that is true. And The Office. But wait, isn't The Office NBC? The Office is definitely NBC. Yeah. So- I wrote about this. I should know about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but there are so many different platforms who are starting their own stream. I mean, at, at some point, Netflix is going to be completely gutted of all of its most popular shows. We've got Showtime. We've got Stars. We've got HBO Go. We've got... Um, yeah, I mean, YouTube is its own thing we for crying HBO out loud. Go, we got HBO Now, we got HBO Maxed. A- HBO to the max. Oh, you're right. You are right. It is NBC. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you. I apologize. I, I... But we have Disney Plus, we have ESPN Plus, oh my we gosh, have Hulu the Disney. Plus. We oh have my gosh. I mean, it's just, it's just insane how many things we have. So we asked you on social media, even though I asked Moxie to tell us what we asked, <laughs> <laughs> and we never got there. Uh, we asked with all the streaming services and more in the works, which of these do you actually pay for? Which of these do you share passwords with your friends? And to answer in the comments down below, uh, Moxie, tell us what they said on the Instagram. All right. So on Instagram, we have an answer from Jordan Adler host. We love you, Jordan. He's amazing. Um, and we got to have him on the show sometime, but he said he does not subscribe to any except for Netflix. He stole passwords from the person he was dating. Ooh, I know. Spicy. See, like he said the person he was dating. Yeah. Take a lesson from him. Oh, uh, Brad Bocamp says, uh, Amazon, I pay for Beauchamp? my, oh, no, it's Bocamp. Okay. He's a high school friend of mine. Oh, Interesting. I'm supposed to go to his wedding. I don't know if I'm actually going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should admit that on the podcast. Maybe not. <laughs> um, he says, Amazon, uh, I pay for, uh, but my mom shares passwords for Netflix. Nice. So, Ruben, what do you pay for? I personally pay for Netflix and the WWE Network. Um, and I share, my friend Austin uh, gives me access to his Hulu account. Oh, okay. And I think I steal Amazon Prime from you. Yeah, I think you do. Are you going to pay for the Disney pl- Disney Plus? Probably not. I'm not a huge Disney fan, to be honest. No? No. I, I, I'm, I'm, we can't I'm not, be friends anymore. That's, that's, but it was only a matter of time. Um, it's only a matter of time. I'm, I am more. That's from Dear Evan Hansen. Sorry. $3 in the jar. <laughs> um, I am more likely to pay for HBO Max just to keep friends than I would be to pay for Disney+. Plus. I apologize. That is not Dear Evan Hansen. The reason I think it's from Dear okay, Evan nobody, Hansen nobody is cares. because nobody it's from cares. the duet. For, okay, whatever. Let's, let's. What do you pay for, Moxie? I pay for Hulu, which if you're a student, get in on that Spotify and Hulu discount because it is awesome and you'll only have it for so long. Um. I pay for Hulu. We have a free Netflix account through T-Mobile and we have Amazon Prime, which you steal from me. Oh, yeah. and my best friend Elaine and I just got a Stars account so we could watch Outlander together. Can we get a Showtime account together? Sure. All yeah. Right. Can you pay for it? Um, Maybe. It's only like six bucks. Okay. All right, cool. Um, what well, I was going to say, there was something else I was going to say. Let's, let's, well, let's do one more off of Instagram, one more off of Facebook. All right. So uh, Melissa Manning says uh, she pays for Amazon, Hulu, Netflix, and Sling. Um... 
but she says that she'll be on her parents' Netflix till the day she dies. <laughs> <clears throat> Girl, same. Mm-hmm. I wish. Yeah, seriously. Uh, at Life of Effie on Instagram says she pays for Hulu and Spotify, which is that student discount. She steals Netflix and HBO, but she shares her Hulu, which which brings up an interesting question. Is there kind of like a give and take ethics thing going on here? You know, I, I think at some point with all these different streaming you know uh platforms that are out there i think at some point it's just going to become a thing where hey moxie you pay for netflix i'll pay for hulu um you know matt will pay for for apple plus <laughs> hey, you yo, know, matt. hey yo matt you know greg will pay for uh you know for for youtube or whatever i mean and then we'll all just share passwords how about alejandro what's he gonna pay for uh well no alejandro's just gonna do his thing do his thing yeah okay who's alejandro i don't know We'll find one. Okay. If your name is Alejandro, hit us up. Slide into our DMs. Moxie wants your phone number. <laughs> also, if you know Blue Sweater Guy, send oh, him yeah. my way. Yeah. You Still know, wonder, hashtag looking for Blue I Sweater wonder, Guy. I wonder, what, I wonder what platforms Blue Sweater Guy's into. Hmm. We should find out. Can I read one more? Yeah, go for it. Uh, Jeff Teller uh, letting us know about YouTube Red. He pays for that, and that's the only thing he pays for. Ten bucks a month for no ads. He says, heck yeah, and he doesn't share. Yeah, no. I. You know what? Hey, you do you, Jeff. Um, Would you pay for YouTube, Brad? No. Okay. I have a thing called Brave. Ah, what's and, Brave? Uh, it's it's a it's a it's a browser that takes all the ads off of everything for you. Mm. And actually, I think, and I'm gonna look into this because I think you can if you subscribe if you get the Brave app or the Brave browser, you Brave will give five dollars a month to a publisher of your choice, and I think we, we should sign up for that. That's awesome. And if people sign up with Brave and they just have it. And then they can they can designate five dollars to us. That's amazing. Uh, every month, which would be which would be great. Um, Moxie, I do want to say thank you for doing this podcast with me this week. Well, and and I would like to say thank you for doing this podcast with me this week for the second time. Just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, a uh, next week's question. Next week's question. We have a question for you guys. We're letting you know in advance. We do. Um, but we will publish the question officially on Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. for you to reply to. Tuesday night. Keep your eyes open for that. Tuesday the question at 7 p.m. The question is going to be about saying I love you. Why are you looking at me weird? I don't know. The, this eye contact is really weird right now. I'm not breaking it though. Neither am I. I'm not going to be we, the first one. We are going to get, we're, we're having a stare down now. <laughs> um, so the question is, when is it too soon to say I love you? Either to a friend or a significant other. Sworn enemy. Sworn enemy. Damn it, I broke the eye contact. Yes, Dr. Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> uh, so let us know what you think. Keep your answer ready to go. Keep an eye on our Facebook. Locked and, our, and loaded. And our Instagram about yeah. 7 p.m. And our Twitter, for that matter. Follow us on Twitter. Once we start getting more followers, then we'll post more on the Twitter. Yeah. Uh, but we want to know, when do you think it's, it's too early? Or what, <laughs> what's, what's, should we, How soon should you say I love you? When's an appropriate time to say I love you? Or how soon is too soon? Uh, we'll figure out the wording. Yeah. But basically, I love you. Um, Not you, the people that listen to this. Oh, okay. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> There's a story behind this. We'll My tell name the is story Jay. next week. Wait, do that again. Sorry. My name is Ruben J. <laughs> and I'm Moxie Ann. And we are, are overtime. Out of time. Oh, overtime. We're overtime. Sorry. All right. Uh, we were trying to keep this under an hour for you. And now we're going to be able to get back to an hour and 10 minutes. Thanks oh, a lot, sorry. Moxie. All right. We got to go. Bye. All right. I love you. Good night. <laughs> 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.